0: STORY NUMBER ONE THE COURT CASE OF THE PIRATES Verse RED WRITTEN BY CHUCKY SNOW This hearing will come to order, bellowed Trulsk, the head adjudicator of the galactic sector Epsilon Beta. He was attempting to settle the near riot of creatures before him. Despite his anger, he knew that a failed negotiation could very well start an open war the dicconi pirates and scoundrels that they were certainly knew how to bend the laws to their favour and the evidence before him in this case involved enough death and destruction to go round this had better go well he thought to himself to all the assembled parties i wish as much as you that we came to an equitable conclusion today but that cannot happen if you cannot at least start to quiet down and proceed in a formal manner Tolsk barked I'd be happy if we settled on this orbit. The head of the Dracani parties spat in the judicator. We have been thoroughly wronged, and we seek nothing less than blood for blood. A small, mostly hairless mammal on the opposing side snickered. Jolsk banged the gravel again, and finally the assembled parties settled down enough for the hearing to start. If we might start, how would the Dracani delegation wish to convey their grievance to the court. Tosk asked. He kept an eye on the virtual mob of creatures in the gaddy. Behind the plaintiffs were another twenty Draconi. The defendant's side was a collection of dozens of different species, and no one seemed happy. They did not appear to be the ones on the side of the Draconi. If anything, the group seemed ready to pounce on the five grey-skinned reptilians seated at the table. Thank you, Your Honor. We, of the Draconi wish to complain most heartily that the crimes committed against us. By that human sitting there, we consider his actions nothing less than on a level of one crime against our illustrious species, and demand recompense. I, Raffenaskal Norok, of the House of Kilikoyne, represent myself and my four comrades, but I also represent the whole Dracani race, and we cannot allow these actions of that human. Fred, the human interjected. Roughness was distracted for a moment. What? Exactly. Is Fred. My translator does not understand it. That's my name. Fred, Fred said. Fred, do you have a house you represent? The Judicator asked. No house. I'm guessing that I'm the first Fred that you've ever come across, so you can just call me Fred. You would be correct. Refnus, you may continue, directed Trolsk, Regaining his composure but losing much of his bluster, the Draconi continued. Our complaint is very simple. After encountering the spread and the freighter that he was on, we attempted to engage the captain in trade. Things did not go well, and the captain's life was sadly sacrificed. The crowd's rumblings grew louder, and he was forced to raise his own voice, though unfortunate. Nothing that transpired was illegal under the system law. We then felt the need to best course of actions would be for us to secure the ship and release the crew. We brought the ship back to one of our own bases, where we fully intended to contact the rightful owners of the ship and legally negotiate the release of the ship of cargo. But... Before we could do that, the ship somehow exploded, destroying itself, our base, and two dozen of our ships and several thousand of my species. We thought at first that it might have been something, then transit, that caused the calamity. However, we then learned that Fred was taking responsibility for the crime. The crowd again rose in volume. Translators couldn't handle all the traffic, and it was impossible to determine whether they were mad or not. But Trosk imagined they couldn't be happy. He turned his attention to the creature called Fred. Fred, do you dispute the charges put before you? Oh, I blew up the ship all right, but the rest of that is a pile of bovine excrement. I'm sorry, I believe you used a phrase unknown to my translator. What's bovine excrement? Fred himself was confused at his own translator tried to keep up. Oh, I'm saying that those draconi are pirates and liars, and they're just mad that they got what was coming to them for once. The room got much quieter as everyone waited to understand, and cheers went out as the translators spit out Fred's declaration. We firmly dispute the term pirate in this affair. By law, we are allowed to attempt to purchase any cargo flying on any ship. It is up to the captain and crew to purchase to be fair. If you offer a trade of cargo for our lives, then you must be a bit damn pirate, Fred countered. Tolsk again banged his gravel. Fred, would you please entertain the court with your side of the story? Sure thing. And those guys are right. It's pretty simple. We were getting ready to head into warp when we were fired upon by a ship full of Traconi. Those Traconi are known as the biggest pirates in the sector, and I'm sure that they ain't the first time that they've had to deal with them. The adjudicator quietly nodded in agreement. They locked onto us and boarded before we could do anything about it. They did the usual, round up the crew, slap a few of us around, threatened the captain. The captain didn't move as fast as they wanted, and they shot him in cold blood. Fred saw the confusion and added, They killed him without preamble. There was no reason other than to scare the rest of the crew. And for the most part, that worked. As low as the Dracani are, they usually let the crew hop into a shuttle or life raft, easier to scuttle, as then outright murdering all of us, and save them the hassle of the course like this. I guess they don't have the time for kidnapping. Theft is good enough. Problem the Dracani had this time around was twofold. One, the captain owned the ship. As you and now they are aware, it's much different to deal to kill the owner than it is to kill a captain. I'd imagined that owners wrote more laws than the captains have, which is why owners are so protected. The raiders killed our captain before he could even tell them this, not sure that it would have mattered. But, too, I was on board, and I'd already had a run-in with these guys. Last time I spent two weeks drifting in a life raft, and the company I was working for didn't pay me for my trouble. That didn't sit too well with me, so I figured that I wouldn't let that happen again. So the next ship I was hired on to, I added a couple things to the engine. I got the captain's full permission to add the stuff, by the way. One was a bomb, the second was a timer. Every morning, I reset that timer. The idea was that if I or the captain didn't reset the timer, something had happened to me and the crew. Whoever did something to us would be something done to them. I guess it worked, since they had a radical breach event at their base. I guess... I should also mention that I spent a bunch of spare time learning all I could about the maritime law. I found out that getting stuck on a life raft without pay is perfectly legal, as well as a bunch of shenanigans that are partake partaken. They seem to know that they can or cannot do just to stay on the right side of the law. I figured I'd better learn a few things myself, and I found a couple things that have a bit of a bearing here. What the Draconi don't seem to know is that the ship without an owner is fair game to literally the first person that lays claim. This I did the second they killed my captain. Fred turned to the galley. How many of you were on the ship, Conrotna? Roughly half the crowd raised their appendages. And how many of you heard me lay claim to the ship after the captain was shot? The same crowd raised again. The Draconi seemed confused. The judge did not. Red then looked at the small tablet in his hand. "'So, Your Honor, if I understand your maritime laws, specifically Section 824.65A of the Maritime Salvage Code, with at least four witnesses on my side, the Geritner was my ship when I was forcibly removed from it, and keeping me from my ship led to the losing of possessions of my ship and cargo when it exploded.' The fact that the Ducanni were too stupid to check the security measures means that I, as owner, am completely blameless to any losses that they have incurred. Red looked at the five who sat with the jaws open in shock. Furthermore, I call in section 827.3C, which basically says that they stole my ship, let it get destroyed, and I am allowed to claim the damages that amount to ten times the original value." The Draconi started making growling noises and talking amongst themselves. I assumed that they did not have insurance on my vessel, so the funds are directly payable by those guys, Fred said as he pointed at his adversaries and to the group behind them in the Gaddy. I would like to take this time to announce that I am sharing these proceeds with my crew and the family of our captain, Fred said as the delayed cheers from the Gaddy. The judge had to smile. It was a bold move for the Drakoni to even bring this lawsuit, but they couldn't possibly have asked for a worse turnout. He pressed a button on the bench, and a cage of laser beams went up around the Drakoni. They suddenly looked terrified. So, Mr. Glarnock, you obviously speak for your house and your cohorts. I am going to speak very plainly to you, and you are going to answer my following questions in a yes or a no manner. Do you understand? Yes, Your Honor. The crowd draconically responded. Did you know that you and your associates killed the owner of the Guratna, which is a capital crime? No, we did not. Do you understand that by putting a name of your house on the lawsuit, you are directly implicating your entire house in the death of the ship owner? Yes. Yes, I do. With the knowledge that you cannot legally kill an owner and then claim his ship, do you now see that Fred appears to be the legal owner of the ship in question? The Ducanni looked at each other for a moment and then responded, Yes. Yes, we do. And do you understand that by keeping him from his ship, he is in no way responsible for security measures aboard his ship, up to and including a self-destruction, and additionally, any loss of life or property damage related to your illegal confiscation of his ship are legally on you, and not Fred." The answer came slower, but finally responded Yes. And since, under oath, you have readily admitted to all of the above, aside from the capital offence, you now owe Fred a goodly deal of money. Yes. The judicator started tapping away at his screens, and do you have payments available? Court documents list the value of the ship as roughly twenty five million and the cargo is worth fifteen million. It would seem that you owe Fred four hundred million. Knowing that, as a speaker of your house, you have placed this debt on you and your entire house, you will not be able to leave the court, and your house will be unable to perform any business dealings not directly related to paying Fred. Do you understand? The seven-foot reptile quietly answered, "Yes." Do you have this amount available? I do not believe my entire house is worth $400 That was not a yes or no answer, but the court will accept it. By order of the court due to the plaintiff refusing to pay, I am issuing a full hold on all family colloquine property, accounts, and other holdings until such a time as Fred is satisfied. Several members of the galley behind the plaintiff's tried to sneak away, but they held back the court officers. Your Honor... If it pleases the court, I wish to take possession of Mr. Guldanac's ship and begin paying off his house debt to me. Although, under law, specifically a seven point I am only assessing scrap value of the ship according to the estimate I received a few days ago. The value is only 500,000. As the gullnarch started to choke, The ship's worth 10 million, he exclaimed, only to see the beams of the cage grow brighter. There may be, but the laws that have let you legally pirate ships and crew for years "'are the same ones that allow Fred to seize your ship for scrap value.' "'The judge answered with some amount of satisfaction. "'Fred, is there anything else that we have not addressed? "'You seem to have come better prepared than the Dukwani.' "'Yes, Your Honor. "'I fully authorize anyone who wish to work on my behalf to secure any of the Kalkokian property.' I'll pay any bounty hunters 50% of what they can obtain from any one of this house. Fred turned to his adversaries. And as authorized bounty hunters, you'll have a great latitude in how you are allowed to reclaim my money. I wish you good luck to all of you. Fred held up a sheet of paper. This is a declaration that the Draconi refused to pay, and I therefore authorize force in retrieving their assets. The Draconi sat in silence knowing that Fred had all but issued legal death sentences to every member of their house. We did not refuse to pay. I stated that we cannot pay. The judge smiled. Legally, there is no difference, and since I am aware of at least one instance of you yourselves used this rule and the cargo you were charging rent for, I know you are aware of it. The clerk took a paper from Fred, and within less than a minute's time, every necessary document had been created, signed, copied, and filed. Fred was now the owner of the Draconi ship in orbit, and effectively the entire house. As he created legal shares for his new company for his old crewmates in the galley, Draconi turned an even lighter shade of grey. They looked quite ill. Fred noticed this and he quickly rolled the chair across the aisle. I'm an outsider and certainly new to your ways, but for the crime of making me spend two weeks in a lifeboat, I just destroyed everything you've ever known. Imagine what I would be willing to do if any of you idiots decided to come after me or my friends. Pass this on to the other houses. I'll be sending out a few freighters that your house is going to buy me if they or any other ships ever, ever get messed with again. I'll see to it that you do more than simply kill a few thousand of you. Fred smiled as he stood. Make sure your house knows that every outlaw in the sector is about to rain fire down on them to get my money. And if you ever escape prison, the captain has plenty of friends that'll be waiting for you. And I'll be right there with them. Have a nice day. End of chapter.